Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. This Friday and Saturday, get in for a better breakfast at Wendy's and get it for free. Yes, free. That's a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss breakfast croissant for free. As in free. No catch. So in other words, breakfast free. Croissant free at Wendy's. Free. Friday and Saturday. Free. August 13th and 14th. Get yours during breakfast hours. Only at Wendy's. Limit one per person per day. Participating Wendy's. No substitutions. Not valid within combo or with other offer while supplies last. On this episode, of course, it's going to be about Roar Moore. I mean, this podcast is Trend Chat. I talk about the trends that are going on at this time. So I would be remiss to not talk about this. So it'll be that and probably a little bit about movies as well. All that and more on this episode of Trench Chat. Everybody to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host Brian Bledsoe, and if you want to connect with us, whether we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24/7. And if you want to read some of my articles on Politics, just go to politics.com/author/brianbledsoe. Also, we are on nationone.news.org. If you want to. Listen to listen to some episodes of Trend Chat. We're like I said, we are on nationonenews.org. So, you know, thanks to them for putting us on and for you know having our episodes on their website. Really appreciate that. So, you know what? I almost forgot. It is Christmas time, and definitely would like for all of y'all to get the the new book by Politics called Politics A Clearing Call to Political Activism which contains 300 pages of different articles from contributors like myself talking about different issues like social issues um, general political issues, activism which that is where my article that I contributed to the book 
talking about being a delegate at the National Convention last year. So, get about five of them and, and, you know, give them out as gifts for the holidays. You know, Christmas in particular. (laughs) So, like I mentioned, going to talk about War More and this, you know, Senate race in Alabama. But, actually, before I get into that, I want to kind of talk a little bit about a movie I saw last week. I mean, I'm not going to give away the ending or give any spoiler. So, but, uh, well, the Thor movie is still number one. And I saw that as well. And it is pretty good. It's pretty funny. I, I will give it, well, I guess a three, three point seven five out of five stars if there is a, <laughs> were such a, a a chart for it. But that's that's how I will see it. Um, but I also saw another movie called Murder on the Orient Express, which is based off a book, and I think it's been remade a couple times on film. But they, you know, obviously they remade it uh, recently, and it came out last week. And I liked it. I liked the movie. I'll probably give it about a 3.5, I guess, out of 5. And, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is uh, the lead. And he also directed, which, if you've seen any of his movies, he tends to star in his own movies that he directs um, in, from time to time. And I really like him as an actor, but, you know... Like I said, I did like the movie. This is not a spoiler. I'm just letting you know. But the one thing I just didn't like about about it is the rationale to the conclusion. That's the best way I can put it without spoiling anything um, for people who are going to see it. But for me personally, the, the, the rationale of how they got to the conclusion for how everything... Uh, came about at, at the end it's just something that really it, it annoyed me a little bit and I didn't really care for it and uh, I guess I don't need to say any more <laughs> without giving away something but I thought it was pretty good uh, I would say if you it's um if you want to go out I mean obviously the Justice League movie is out this week um, on Friday and actually I just saw it um, as we I just came from watching it and came here to to do the podcast and Justice League was pretty good. I've I really enjoyed it. I thought, um, uh, yeah, I, I'm guessing it's going to be number one. Number one, I'm guessing <laughs> um, it, it was pretty good. I mean, if you don't know, it's, you know, it's a D.C. Uh, comic book movie so you got Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash Aquaman, Cyborg all of them coming together and so yeah, like I said it's pretty good um, it was uh, it was a little more little more lighthearted than all the other previous DC movies that's been kind of really serious kind of taking itself like, really I guess in some cases some people say they take it too serious but you know um it's a little more lighthearted, a couple of laughs in there, but um, all together, I think you enjoy it. I will, 
I guess if I were putting this on a scale, I would probably give it a, mm, I guess another 3.75. <laughs> um, maybe a 4. Nah, nah, I said 3.75. I'd probably keep it there out of 5. I mean, you know, I'm just telling you, it's not like this holds so much weight, but they're just how I see it if I was rating, rating the movie. So, I wanted to talk about that first because I know once I get into all this about Roy Moore, I'll probably go over the time then. I wouldn't have any time at the end to mention this. So I said, let me go and talk about this first before I get into this. So before um, I get into everything about Roy Moore and what I think and all that, uh, let's hear from our friends with the Founder Project. Hello, Trend Chat listeners. If you like the Founding Project's civics education video series civics for all ages and our educational meme series we think you will love our new website join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement the founding project is a 501c3 education nonprofit please join us today so if you don't know Again, this is your host, Brian Bledsoe, and I was born and raised in Alabama. Now, I currently live in Texas now, but, you know, most of my childhood was in Alabama. I didn't move out to Texas until 2002 when I joined the Army, and my first duty station was at Fort Hood. So that basically that what pushed me to Texas in the first place. I just mentioned that because... All eyes on Alabama right now because of what's going on with um, Judge War or Moore and the allegations that have been out against him in the past couple of weeks. Uh, well, I guess it's been about a week or so. But um, actually, I was just in Alabama um, yesterday as well. And I was at my parents' house, and it's all over the news. I, I mean, obviously, if it's... <laughs> If it's the first thing that shows up on the national news, obviously on Alabama news, it's going to be the main focus as well. But, um, I'll, I'm, well, for one, I think a lot of this kind of started last week and I didn't mention anything about it. If you know anything about this podcast and from previous episodes, I say time and time again for, for me, and I'm not one of these like knee jerk reaction type <laughs> as far as um having to make sure i you know make sure i put something out to make sure i give my opinion you know first or whatever that's not me and you know because of that fact that's probably maybe that would would keep me from being whatever maybe that would be a reason why i wouldn't i guess get some big contract to do this podcast or anything like that because you got to be on top of you got to have have an opinion on it now even though we're talking about accusations and we're talking about you know that's all we're talking about about someone's word and we have no investigation or anything like that and so for me i was like well okay let's see where this goes but like i mentioned in the beginning this is a hot topic and I'll be negligent in my duty to not 
talk about it because this is trend chat. So, so first off, before I go into any of this, I will say I don't think World Moore should leave the race at this time with what is currently known publicly at least I don't think he should get up at the same on the same hand we've got news today about Al Franken and you know he there was an accusation as far as him kissing and groping um, Leanne Tweeden who is a TV personality who's I think now is working in LA at a radio station and she uh, came out and talked about her experience now with that accusation but then there's also a picture of him groping her while she's asleep I mean it's a really creepy picture and that that came out today and today he uh, Senator Franken he apologized and, and everything and so I'm saying that because I think that Ward Moore shouldn't leave the race. I also don't think Senator Franken should be called to should be you know called to resign. He shouldn't leave based off of this one instance. You know, this one incident has happened and you already have people, especially given the fact that he's a Democrat, so you know, the things that have been going on with Ward Moore People want to flip the script and say, well, you, you want one more to drop out the Senate race. So Al Franken should resign because of this. Well, no, I don't think I don't think one more should leave. And I also don't think Senator Franken should resign. I think he should apologize, which he's already done. And and, and then go, go on f- from there. I mean, for one, we're talking about one instance that happened, you know, this incident that happened here. And he should apologize. And given if we don't have any more um, situations like this going on that come out of the next, well, no, next week or whatever, he should be, he should be able to, like I said, he, he's already done his apology. So um, I think he should just kind of just, okay, except, except that, you know, acknowledge the, what you did is wrong. Okay. And, you know, when it's come time for his re-election, I don't actually didn't even look up when his um, term is up, uh, when he's up for re-election. But, you know, at that time, the voters of Minnesota, then they decided they want to bring him back, you know, given if he actually wants to run for re-election. So anyway, that the reason why I'm bringing up Al Franken, because, you know, he's a Democrat. Most people would want to like like I said before, want to just all of a sudden ask for his resignation just because um, of how World War is being treated now. And I'm just saying I want to be honest on both ends. So I don't think either one should be um, forced to leave out based on accusations, um, especially for World War, but even with the, like I said, with this um, one incident with Al Franken. Now, you know, it's... uh, this has also kind of become a very polarizing topic. <laughs> it's either either you be- believe it all or not at all. 
there's not a lot of middle ground seems <laughs> seems like either you believe everything that people that you know that the accusers have said about Roy Moore or you don't believe none of it I mean either either all the claims are true or this is all some well coordinated attack you know from people who have you know deep pockets from both sides you know basically on someone that they didn't want in the race in the first place so you have liberals that you know definitely don't like them because of the other things because as being a judge and kind of with the uh ten commandments and being a very i guess you say a strong advocate towards religious liberty and whatnot so he was already a target to them and also a target to the establishment of the republican party as well just because they just they probably just see him as you know he's just too extreme or whatever you know for their moderate <laughs> moderate selves <laughs> um, so you know you like i said you have a lot of if you want to make this seem like it's a, a coordinated attack it both should be taken seriously obviously the claims um, from the accusers about Roy Moore, they are taken seriously. But if if you want to see this as some sort of well coordinated attack, as I mentioned, that should be taken seriously as well. I mean, it you shouldn't <laughs> scoff at the fact that that you have um, news organizations and also other people. Like I said, a lot of these people have deep pockets that are willing to if you know willing to get him out of the way you know that's that's pretty possible as well but you know if <laughs> i mean like a lot of a lot of people are saying that he should step out of the race and like i mentioned i don't think he should and if one more thinks he's innocent i mean why would he get out the race <laughs> I mean, because for him to to step out to to spend his campaign or whatever, that basically is, essentially admits guilt, and also except that I guess the prim I guess except the premise that accusations are fact. So someone made made an accusation, he's he, he can't dispute it. He's basically just okay. An accusation has been made. It's it is believed without any investigation or, or or whatever, and so you must, you know, leave whatever, whether it's a Senate race or or anything or your job or whatever. You just don't it. You don't have a chance to defend yourself. You're basically guilty until proven innocent, and. That is a horrible precedent you want to set. Unfortunately, we're already at that point. This happens a lot more than um in a lot of different areas. But that that is the environment we are creating right now. That well, it's already created. And I'm just thinking, especially as conservatives. The one thing, one thing that definitely has stuck out to me in this whole deal, 
this store was broke by the Washington Post. And as conservatives, we have been, you know, and and I say rightfully so, skeptical of the media for the most part, for the most of the media. And it just seems like for some reason that skepticism of the media just said just like totally went away just because I guess it kind of goes back to people just didn't want were more in this race and and so now that you know a negative story had come out about him they're willing to forego whatever skepticism they have of the media like oh yeah yeah this is oh, yeah, it's totally legit we're not going to question this at all even though from from other stories we suppose you know either say oh right, that's fake news or um you know or it's just it's the biased mainstream media like you're not really hearing much of that from the same people that tend to want to always make that claim just because i feel like they just want to believe <laughs> the washington post story or believe the accusers just because they don't like world more and And I'm just thinking about as far as how we're talking about this environment. If if we're just going to take accusations and just leave it at that, everyone is believed without any investigation. And whoever is accused should um, to just instantly just go away from whatever it is. If we're going to continue to go down this path... What's going to stop people in the future from doing the same? If they realize, whoever, whether it's politics, entertainment, whatever, if people get the notion and think and can and realize that I can just make an accusation and ruin someone's life, what will stop them from doing that if they know that's the precedent, precedent that we're setting as far as when it comes to... Um, you know, uh, accusation towards anybody. It doesn't even have to be a famous person, really. This can happen at your job. Someone can just accuse you of, um, let's just say sexual harassment. Just, just make the accusation and you're fired. <laughs> so, I don't think people are really understanding the path we're going down until it, it happens to them. <laughs> then, the, you know, then they'll realize, but it'll be too late. You didn't, you didn't stand up for the other person that had an accusation that wanted to have an investigation and wanted time to have, you know, for them to defend themselves. Now, if it turned around and happened to you, you know, don't be surprised if you don't get the same treatment as well. You know, it can, as much as it happens to them, it can very well happen to you. But um, and for Republicans in general, this is a real bad situation to to start. No, this is this is something you don't really want to. You don't want to create something like this, some sort of, I guess, precedent where this can happen because 
it's pretty obvious if if we go down this path and and Republicans are a lot more susceptible for this tactic to work because you have a media who has shown, you know, how many examples we have out there that they're much more willing to cover a Republican scandal over anything liberal or, you know, any, any Democrat scandal. Um, if there, if there are two scandals at the same time, one's a Republican, one's a Democrat, I'm 99% sure if you had both of them happen at the exact same time, the Republican will get more coverage, even if it's the exact same thing that happens because you have a media that leans to the left. And so they'll, they'll focus on something that would neg negatively affect the right. <laughs> but you know, that's two people I bet that are uh, not too happy and just wish this would have happened just a little bit sooner. <laughs> I could just imagine Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey are probably sitting back like, why didn't this story happen like two weeks ago? Because if this whole Roy Moore story happened two weeks ago, that news about Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey would have got swept right under the rug. Everybody been focused right on Alabama. Everybody being Montgomery and Birmingham. All the story would be all about Roy Moore and it would be like a little footnote about what about Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey. So I bet you Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein are just fuming right now. Like, why? They're probably mad at the Washington Post. Like, why didn't you break this story like two weeks ago? And Kevin Spacey probably like, I could be on, I could still be on House of Cards right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if, um, if we are going to go down like, you know, with with this, I guess, this new <laughs> this new precedent where you can basically lose your job or have your life ruined by in a, by any sort of accusation. If that's the case, I think guys would be a lot better off to probably model Vice President Mike Pence. You know, it take his approach you know take his approach with um how you know because mike pence uh, has a policy that he doesn't um meet with women um alone you know and um i, I forget what it, i forget the other things but basically he is very protective as far as not being alone with another woman now whether you think that's going too far well that's really irrelevant right now because you better safe than sorry. So you might want to think about, you know, taking the Mike Pence route. <laughs> um, if we're going to have, have this, uh, environment of people, just, you know, people can just make accusations because they can say, well, you were alone with her. And then, and it's, he says, she say, <laughs> and a lot of times that he said is losing. <laughs> so, I mean, it's basically, it's like, you got the liberals who already, like I said, don't, didn't want Roy Moore anyway. Then you also have these other Republicans who are, you know, that were backing uh, Luther Strange, who were, um, who lost in the primary to Roy Moore. 
And so I just feel like they're kind of using this to kind of just pile on. And like the liberals are just sitting back saying, uh, oh, with this whole accusation, they're like, well, look at him now. Now he, he's worse than what we fear. And then you have these establishment Republicans coming out and saying, you know, like, well, see, this is why we didn't want him as a nominee. So, <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the, the people on both sides that are kind of basically screaming that right now, I would say you need to, you know what, spare me your outrage, really. You know, because if this would have happened to any one of them, they'd be right there in front of a camera just begging for grace. You know, like, give us time. You know, I didn't do this. These are just accusations. We need time to investigate. These same people who are out there want to just excoriate um, on World more about these accusations and saying, like, he needs to drop out of the race and just being all indignant and just just feign outrage right now you can just save it because you you would not be that way if it happened to you you want to have some time to investigate because you want to save your job you want to save face or whatever but like i said because you don't like him you want to all of a sudden just want to get all get your you know panties in a wad or whatever and just you know clench your fist and say ah get him get this guy out of here so so, like I said, you know, just just save it, spare your outrage, whatever. I don't, I, I can really care less because I know exactly if this happened to you, you would definitely want, you know, some time. You would want some investigation. But, but for me, I would say, I would say it's kind of like a. For me, I kind of see this as kind of a half truth personally like this is just me this is <laughs> this is just my opinion obviously this is you know you're here you're listening but i'm just saying warning this is the opinion warning. <laughs> this is just an opinion this is just me talking off the top of my head i'm so just letting you know for me i just see this as kind of like a half truth type of way and I'll put it like this. In the past, I I feel like Warmore might have had some, I guess he might have talked to some, some teenage, you know, teenage girls. Might have said, might have flirted a little bit or whatever. Maybe, or maybe just said hello or whatever like that. And they've, you know, the whoever... I guess basically started this story kind of grasped on that one little part and then blowed it to <laughs> epic proportions <laughs> and the reason why there was a number of reasons why I kind of see it that way now like I said as time go by by next week it could be none of this is true or all of it is true I'm just saying as of right now, this is how I see it. One reason that I'm seeing it that way, because the timing is just too perfect. I mean, we're talking about years, decades have passed. And this story drops one 
what one month a couple of weeks before an election for this this man to become you know to have a chance to become a u.s senator it happens right now like that's really convenient timing for someone that don't want him to win <laughs> it's just really too convenient it really is and that's what that that sparks you know a question as far as all of this that is going on and um now <laughs> as far as the quit as far as the timing of it and also well and also another thing like i said we're talking about decades of time that has passed <laughs> and you know a lot can happen to someone in you know 30 to 40 years for better or worse uh I mean, he, you know, he got married in 85 and to uh, to a woman that was 14 years younger than he was, which, you know, kind of goes back to, uh, I guess, if if you want to believe as far as him talking to teenage girls, well, I mean, he, he married someone who was 14 years younger. So, and that was in 85 and they're still married now. So, uh, it's a lot of, like I said, it's just a lot of time has passed. And, like I said, the timing of it just really, it, it, it makes me real skeptical of it. And also, the literal red flag of it all <laughs> is um, Gloria Allred. Now, she just got, you know, involved in this, like, the past couple of days. But that is a literal red flag. It's Gloria Allred being involved in this. I mean, because if you don't know, I mean, no, this is <laughs> this is the woman who took the Boy Scouts to court in the 90s for discrimination, you know, quote unquote discrimination for not allowing girls in the Boy Scouts. And she did this in the nineties. Um, well, I mean, she got a wish now, not, you know, recently, but she was doing that to the Boy Scouts back then, and she <laughs> she has no problem trying to uh, in any way in any way she can to make the of a Republican look bad, <laughs> like. Anything that would that could put a Republican in a negative light, she is all for it. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I said, she's a longtime Democrat. You know, she loves to attack Republicans, and basically having her face <laughs> show up, <laughs> having her in this, you know, this whole situation, in my mind, honestly, has discredited whoever the accuser, <laughs> the accusers are. Now she's just representing one, but it's still having her involved in all this is just really, it's really making me like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm really, am skeptical of this whole deal. <laughs> I kind of feel like someone should have just told her, no, 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 don't get in this, because you're just gonna, you're just gonna bring too much attention, 
and it's gonna really look bad. So you know, but who knows? Maybe. It's, you know. Yeah, I mean, who knows right now? I mean, just if all this is true, it basically would be a case of your past coming back to bite you. You know, if all if all this is true. And I guess in the weeks coming up, we're going to get more and more details that are going to come out about this. Um, I know one thing, if we more have some evidence that would, um, I guess, <clears throat> that would show that some, someone is, you know, either lying or maybe um not being truthful in their accounts of what what they perceived what happened i will say whatever they have they have they need to herp and you know produce that <laughs> because as time go by the, the longer this keep going out the the more anyone should should think well maybe this is true because you're not really um bringing up anything to you know to prove otherwise but you know also it's kind of hard to do when you're just basically going off of he said she said um i know we got this whole thing with the yearbook um that he you know wrote in in one of the accusers yearbook but i mean okay he wrote in the yearbook it's not like what was in the yearbook is didn't say anything really incriminating <laughs> um so even now I know they're disputing as far as even if that's even his handwriting, but even if it is, that's really not enough. <laughs> it shouldn't be enough really. But like I said, if they got some, some evidence to prove otherwise to saying that, you know, he was not what they're accusing him to be. They need to produce a lot, a lot of it. <laughs> um, even though, but you know, uh, more is still leading in the polls. I mean, I, but I'm guessing the Democrat is probably catching up because of this, but he is still leading. So who knows? He might actually still win, but you know, that's up to the voters in Alabama. Um, I am not a voter there anymore. And, but yep, yeah, like I said, it's up to the voters coming up. Uh, I think it's December it's in December. Let me not, because I can't remember the date. But it's up to them, and to see if, if they believe what they're what they're hearing, um, and either change their vote or not vote for um, more, and or vote and vote for the Democrat. I guess we'll we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Oh, all right. <laughs> that was um, that was a lot actually. <laughs> But uh, I guess, I, like I said, I just wanted to to get that out and give my my two cents for for what it's worth. And uh, I'm guessing it is worth about two cents. <laughs> so, uh, so let's um let's hear another word from our friends with the Founder Project. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you 
to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. Yep, and I appreciate everyone who has been listening. I appreciate you listening to this episode and previous episode. And also want to, I guess I want to ask, you know, whoever's listening to, I guess, help me out in the idea. And um, I'm thinking about adding the intro and I guess I, I guess the ending to this podcast but I, I really don't know what to what words I'll put in for like just about I guess 15 seconds and I was just wondering how would I introduce this podcast so I mean if you're listening if you got any ideas I guess um, send a message to whether Facebook Instagram or Twitter uh, just send a send a message or or a tweet or what or whatnot to um either one of those it's so facebook instagram twitter is all the same at trend chat 24 7 so if you're hearing this and got an idea i guess shoot it to me uh, i guess who knows i might i might put it in and have um someone to to do an intro but yeah i just wanted to mention that just kind of kind of brainstorming i guess like i said appreciate everyone listening um we're on google play apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. and also once again we're on nationonenews.org and um that's you know you can listen to trend chat it is um so if you like click on the menu uh, menu button on the home page it'll come down and you'll see trend chat and you can go there and you can listen to all the episodes uh, this is episode what is, what is episode 68 6 or 7 I can't remember I, but yeah so you can listen to all of them <laughs> so that's it for for us this week and actually don't know what I'll be doing next week actually who knows? I mean, this whole saga with Roar Moore, who knows? We'll probably be talking about this again. Might be by this time next week, we could be talking about all of it being totally 100% true, or we could be talking about it totally being false. Who knows? But we'll find out. And I guess we'll talk about it then, one way or another. Or, or maybe talk about something totally different. So who knows? And again, thanks for listening. And until next time, we'll chat with you later.
Wait, your chance to upgrade and save up to $400 at Mattress Firm ends soon. Right now, save big on top-rated brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase. Or save up to 50% on hot buys from top brands like Sleepies or Serta. With our highly trained sleep experts and our low-price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bed at the best price. Unjunk your sleep. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.